Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement, listening daily to the still small voice of God, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. Listen, if you're in South Florida, I have good news for you. That's where I live, move, and have my being in Christ. I am in South Florida. We have a church called Awakening House of Prayer. You can visit. You can join. We're in Fort Lauderdale. Two separate services, two separate prophetic worship encounters, two separate messages, and we're waiting on you. We are waiting on you, South Florida. I call in the warriors from the north, south, and east, and west of South Florida to join our company as we contend for revival in our city. Amen. And you as well, if you're not in South Florida, you can come over via the web, ahop.online, www.ahop.online. On Sunday, I want to remind you that I'm teaching on the sixth spiritual sense, which is knowing. It's part of the School of the Seers. If you're in South Florida, come on live and in person. If you're not in South Florida, go over there to schoolofthespirit.tv and register for this. We're going to talk about knowing. You probably don't understand how to navigate that gift because so few people talk about it. Some of what out there is, is not true. It's just opinion. I'm going to give you what the Bible says and teach you how to navigate this gift of knowing. It goes with the seer dimensions. It's part of the school of the seers. Use your discount code mornings. What's the code? The code is mornings. Get your equipping at schoolofthespirit.tv. Remember to use that code mornings. Amen. God is so good. Today we are reading from Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual warfare victory. And I'm not going to apologize for being a spiritual warrior. I know people get so mad at me because I like to contend with the enemy, but I wouldn't contend with him if he wasn't contending with me and if he wasn't contending with you. So I'm standing in the gap for you this morning. We're going to pray about that supernatural shield. But first, let's read out of Victory Decrees. And today's devotion, listen, oh boy, maybe I should skip this one. Maybe, just maybe, you don't want to hear this one. 
I'm going to read it anyway. Tag somebody. When you are your own worst enemy. Yay, Jesus. Uh-oh. When you are your own worst enemy. What does that mean? You mean the enemy is not my worst enemy? I think sometimes the enemy is not our worst enemy. I think sometimes the Holy Spirit is trying to show us that we are our own worst enemy. Today's devotion reads, here's what I heard the Lord say. The enemy of your soul is absolutely real. But many times you serve as your own worst enemy. You allow your emotions to rule and reign. Instead of, fellow, instead of following the leadership of my spirit, you allow your opinions to inform your will rather than my word. You allow the enemy to manipulate you with whispers you don't cast down. Jesus, help us. Be vigilant and sober-minded, says the Lord. Pay attention to your thoughts and the intentions of your heart. Submit what you think, what you feel, and what you want to my spirit, says the Lord. Well, that's a wake-up call. Y'all still okay out there? You mean some of this warfare that we experience could be our own fault? Hmm. Proverbs 25, 28, Psalm 26, 2, Luke twenty-two forty-two 42 are the scripture references for today. Now the prayer starter and the decree. Father, I surrender my will to your will. I surrender my emotions to your word. I surrender my opinions to your way. Help me be alert to self-sabotage. Ah. I decree the enemy's mind manipulation is melted by God's cleansing fire. I declare I walk in discipline and self-control, and there is no room for the enemy in my mind. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we lift up your name today. We lift up the name of the friend who sticks closer than a brother, Jesus. We exalt you, Jesus, the captain of the host, the one who calls us friend. Father, we thank you that we are friends of God, that you have called us, you have dubbed us, you have marked us as your friends. Father, we're so grateful that even though the enemy rages against our life, that our friend is bigger than our foe. Our friend is bigger than our foe. Our God, our captain of the host, our Jehovah Chereb, our Jehovah Gabor, the glorious warrior God is bigger than the big bad wolf called the devil. We're so grateful. So we exalt you today. We refuse to allow the enemy's plans and purposes to usurp our day. We command our morning now in the name of Jesus. We command our day to line up with the will of God. We shut the enemy out in the name of Jesus. We go on the offense this morning. We refuse to be back on our heels. We refuse to be fleeing from the wicked one, but we're turning the tables today and we decree and declare the wicked one must flee from our presence. I said, go in Jesus name. I said, flee from me. Get thee behind me. I don't care how you do it or where you go. Just get out of my face. Get out of my presence. Get out of my midst in the name of Jesus. You are not welcome in my presence. 
Father, I thank you that in your presence is fullness of joy. And I can discern, I can discern the presence of the enemy in my midst when my joy is affected. Help me see it. Help me know it. Help me remember these realities. Oh, in your presence, there's fullness of fill in the blank. In your presence, there is fullness of healing. In your presence, there is fullness of deliverance. You don't do a halfway job. You don't cast out half the devil. You don't cast out half the devil. You don't cast out half the disease. You are a complete, totally awesome, fulfilling God. In your presence, there is fullness of peace. In your presence, there is fullness of strength. Oh, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Help us, Lord, to begin to discern the enemy in our midst by our soulish reactions that we might not even be able to articulate in the moment, but we discern something is is disrupting my peace. Something is disrupting my joy. Something is disrupting me. Something is bothering me. Something is so subtle. I can't put my finger upon it, but I know that it's there. There's an enemy in my midst and he's whispering subtle lies, just like he did with Eve in the garden. He's dropping seeds. He's introducing concepts. It's subtle. I don't hear it with my natural ears, but my spiritual ears are being infected. They're being contaminated. They're being polluted by the lies and the wiles of the wicked one. Father, help me, help us, help me, help us, help us, Lord, to discern the disturbances in the spirit, because in your presence, ah, in your presence, hey, in your presence, there is fullness of every good thing. Every good and perfect gift comes down from the father of lights and every wicked thought comes from the father of darkness, the father of lies, the father of those who steal, kill and destroy. So father, help us to discern, increase our awareness. We don't have to hear the thought. We can gauge by the emotion. We can gauge by the feeling. We can gauge by the uneasiness in our heart that there is something going on in our midst. An enemy has infiltrated our territory. A demon has come just a little too close for comfort. Father, help us to begin to discern in that way. That we're so enthralled with your presence, that we're so enamored with your beauty, that we're so in touch with your heart, that if anything comes in our midst to disturb the equilibrium, that we would know there's a dead cat on the line somewhere. There's a devil on the loose somewhere, and he's come to visit our soul. Shabbat shakata. The Bible says God told Cain, God told Cain that sin was crouching at his door. Guess what? That voice of temptation crouches at our souls. Listen to me. That voice of temptation crouches at our souls. That voice of temptation trying to get us to sin crouches at our souls. Why? Because when we sin, we open the door to the tempter. The Bible calls Satan the tempter. When Jesus was in the wilderness, he tempted him. He was called the tempter. (laughs) And sin crouches at our soul. Temptation waiting for us to open the door 
to what seems pleasurable in the moment or what seems convenient in the moment. And I'm not even talking about grave sin. I'm talking about subtle agreements with the enemy about who we are and who we're not and what we can't have and how we can't do it. And, oh, I'm so overwhelmed. And this is a rotten day. And I don't know why I have this job. And I don't like my spouse and on and on and on. These whispers of the enemy (laughs) crouching at our soul, waiting, knocking, looking for a way to slither in. We shut you out in Jesus' name. I said, we shut you out. We forbid the enemy access to our souls now in the name of Jesus. We shall not allow any demon power, any thought, any suggestion, any dart, any arrow of the enemy into our souls. We will renew our minds with the word of God in the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost, help us to renew our mind. We need some renewal, God. We need some refreshing. God, we need some revival, God. We need, we need, we need more of you, God. Oh, Jesus, you live on the inside of us. The enemy lives on the outside of us. Greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. So we say and we declare, we decree and we proclaim that no weapon, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Lord, help us to see the weapon being formed. Give us that laser beam vision in the spirit that great discernment from your heart to see the weapon as the enemy is forming it so we can laugh at the enemy's attempts to thwart us. Help us, Lord, to see what the weapon is, even if we don't catch it before it's formed, even if we don't catch it before it's completed. Help us, Lord, to catch it before the enemy fires it. Help us, Lord, to see the weapon and where it's aimed before the enemy ever fires. Ready, aim, fire. Ready, aim, fire. Ready, aim, fire. Oh, I see that, Lord. There's so many of you, and the enemy is ready to come in like a flood. Oh, I said the enemy is readying an attack against you. That doesn't mean you should be afraid. Don't hear me wrong. Don't get nervous. Don't get upset. I said the enemy is readying. He's preparing to attack some of us. Listen, he's always preparing. This is not a new revelation, but get this. This is a now word. The enemy is preparing to attack. He's always waiting for the opportune time. What does the Bible say? That Satan came back at an opportune time. What is the opportune time when you're not ready? What is the opportune time when you're distracted? What is the opportune time when you're vulnerable? What is the opportune time when you're already down? He wants to kick you again. The enemy is readying. He's readying. He's preparing to attack you. Some of you, he's got the weapon that's already been formed. And you're sensing it. You're sensing that there's something about to happen. You're sensing. It's like an evil foreboding. You're discerning the activity of the enemy around you. Congratulations. Shaba shakata. Congratulations. Some of you, the weapon, yes, is already formed and he's aiming it at you. I said the enemy is aiming his weapon at you even now. 
But I I decree in Jesus' name that you are going to get out of the line of fire. You are going to readjust your heart posture. You are going to sit in the presence of God and you are going to enter into that secret place and you are going to be sheltered under the shadow of his wings and the angels of God are going to encamp around you because you fear his name. I said it doesn't matter if the enemy is aiming at you. When you discern it, you can get out of the way. So Father, help us to get out of the way. Help us, Lord, to get out of the way, not to flee from the enemy, but to get out of the line of fire. Help us, Lord, to disassociate ourselves with those who are slandering and gossiping and persecuting other believers. Because when we engage in those conversations, we are in the line of fire. Would you help us, Lord, to, to extract ourselves, to remove our foot from evil, wherever we find it, to get out of harm's way, to get out of the line of fire, to stop taking warfare that does not even belong to us because we are in the wrong place at the wrong time. Would you help us, Lord, to be aware of our connections, to understand that when we align ourselves with falsity, when we align ourselves with grubby, greedy, covetousness, when we align ourselves with lying and stealing and manipulating God's people, when we are in that line, we are not in God's line, we are in the line of fire. Would you help us today to discern so clearly, to understand so completely that the enemy has come to steal, kill, and destroy. He's forming weapons. He's aiming at them, and he intends to set our lives on fire with from hell with the words of our mouth. Help us, Lord. We break all agreement with the enemy. We break all agreement with the wicked one. Come on, break agreement. Say it out of your mouth. 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 I break all agreement with the enemy. Father, forgive me. Forgive me for the ways in which I have. Come on, say it out of your mouth. Forgive me for the ways in which I have come into agreement or alignment with the enemy, with the words of my mouth, with the thoughts of my mind, with the with the actions, the deeds of my hands, through the people that I choose to associate with who I know they're not right. Come on, confess those things, decree it. I break all agreement with the enemy. I renounce all the all works of darkness. I renounce all works of darkness. I renounce the works of darkness. I expose the works of darkness. Come on, we're trying to get in line for something here. We're trying to get in line for something here. If you want the Lord to fight for you, You've got to stop allowing the enemy so much access to your life. You've got to stop agreeing with him. Amos 3, 3. How can two walk together unless they are agreed? We're deciding who we're going to walk with. Are we going to walk down the path with the enemy, listening to his storyline for our life, how we're no good? how we're going to be sick, how we're going to get this disease or that disease, how our marriages are going to fall apart, how our children are going to fall away from the faith. Are we going to walk down the path with the enemy, allowing him to infiltrate our souls with lies from from hell? Or are we going to walk with the Lord and listen to his voice to tell us about the future and the hope that he has for us? I say, choose this day who you're going to serve. Walk with the Lord. And when you walk with the Lord so closely, When you walk with the Lord in that manner, 
you'll discern the snake slithering up behind you. When you walk close with the Lord and you listen to his voice, Jesus said, I came to give you life in abundance to the full until it overflows. When you think on these things, those things that are honorable and pure, a good report, the things Paul told us to think on, when you think on those things purposely, intentionally, you will so quickly discern the vain imaginations of the enemy trying to lead you down the evil path that you will put your foot down and say, no mas, devil, no. You got me before, but you're not getting me this time. You fooled me once, but you're not fooling me twice. Heck, maybe you fooled me 5,000 times, but I've caught on to you. I discern your wiles. I'm no longer ignorant to your wiles. Paul said, don't be ignorant to the wiles of the devil. I'm no longer ignorant. Come on. You're no longer ignorant. You've just received a whole spiritual warfare training in the last 20 minutes and prayer that sets you free. Now I break the effects of the enemy off your life in Jesus name. I said, I break the effects of the enemy off your life in Jesus' name. I break the effects of oppression off your life in Jesus' name. I break the effects of witchcraft off your life in Jesus' name. I break the effects of fear off your life in Jesus' name. I break these things off of your life, and I call you to rise up. I call you to rise up, and I call you to armor up. Come on. I call you to I call you to rise up and I call you to armor up because you have the victory. The only way you will not win is if you do not fight. And yes, the battle is the Lord's. But most of the time, we have to do something in response to his battle plan. We have to position ourselves rightly. We might have to speak a certain word out loudly. We might have to shout at the top of our lungs. We might have to worship, but it always requires a response from us. We are co-laborers with Christ, and you might say it this way. Listen, we are co-warriors with Christ. We are co-warriors with Christ. We're not just co-laborers with Christ. We are co-warriors with Christ. Well, how can you say that, Jennifer? Because he gave us his authority. And he said, I've, I've given you authority over serpents and scorpions, and nothing shall by any means harm you. He wasn't talking about bugs and snakes. He was talking about principalities and powers, demon forces. Jesus said, occupy till I come. We are not just co-laborers with Christ. We are co-warriors with Christ. He is the captain of the hosts. The angel armies are on our side. But we play an integral part of the battle. We must protect our garden. We must protect our garden. That was the fatal flaw in Adam's life. He knew the truth. He was walking in absolute freedom and glory. And he did not protect his garden. He was not a good gatekeeper. And he allowed the enemy in. Sometimes we do too. But I'm calling you to rise up and armor up because you will win this battle. Yes, of course, it belongs to the Lord. The only reason why the enemy is messing with you so much is because he hates you because he hates the God in you. And he knows that you have authority over him. God does call us to, to participate in the battle in some way, shape or form. It may be fasting. It may be worshiping. It may be prophesying into the atmosphere. It may be making decrees. It may be binding and loosing. It may be forbidding the enemy access it, but it's something. So Father, today, help us to discern. 
our role, our part to play in Jesus name. Amen. And amen. And amen. I want you to share this with somebody because we're going to press into this supernatural shield. Now this is going to thrill you. The Bible speaks a lot about shields. We know that God gave us the shield of faith and he expects us to use it. Yes. Paul said, take up the whole armor of God, that you may stand against the wiles of the enemy. And when you've done all you can do, stand, stand. Therefore, there's three times where it tells you to stand in the course of about 15, 16 words, stand. Therefore, taking up the whole armor of God, and it goes down and lists it. And the shield of faith is one of those supernatural defensive weapons, but that's not what I want to talk to you about. I want to talk to you about the supernatural shield that surrounds you as you walk with God. Now, if you're walking in sin, the supernatural shield is, it's still there, but it's not as closely around you. For example, if I've got, uh, how do I say this? If I've got a shield that's around me very close to my body, nothing is going to hit me. But if that shield and the radius of that shield is five feet around me and the enemy slips in under that shield, then he's going to get me. But when the shield is very close around me, nothing can touch me. And the shield, listen, Psalm 28, 7. I don't know if that's making any sense to you, but let's pray. Psalm 28, 7. Psalm 28, 7. The Lord is my strength and my shield. Listen, my heart trusts in him and he helps me. My heart leaps for joy with, this, with my song. I praise him. The Lord is your supernatural shield, but you know how? you attain that shield or how you activate the protection that shield provides. Let me say that again. Do you know how you activate the protection that shield provides by trust, by trust. When the enemy comes in like a flood, are you in fear or are you in faith? Do you really trust that the Lord can protect you when it looks like everything around you has gone haywire? When it looks like the enemy has the upper hand, the Lord is my strength and shield. He's our supernatural shield. I trust him with all my heart. He helps me and my heart is filled with joy. I burst out in songs of thanksgiving. What would it be like if you had this revelation that the Lord is your supernatural shield? How would that change your day? How would that change your life? How would that change your warfare? Because here we see David. and He says, the Lord is my strength and shield. I trust him with all my heart. Now there's the key right there. If you have any doubt, the Lord is your strength and shield. The enemy has room to torment you. But when you trust him with all your heart, <laughs> David said, I trust him with all my heart. He helps me. See the trust activates the help. My heart is filled with joy. You'll know you're trusting the Lord. When you have joy unspeakable and full of glory, if you don't have joy in the warfare, you're not trusting the Lord enough. Uh-oh. I said, if you don't have joy in the warfare, what are you talking about, Jennifer? How can I have joy in the warfare? <laughs> because you know you win. And you know you're going to gather the spoils of war. And you know that it's payback time. And you know that you're advancing the gospel. And you know that you're growing in authority. Passion Translation says, you are my strength and my shield from every danger. The Lord is your supernatural shield. When I fully trust in you, help is on the way. He'll send angel armies to back you up. 
I jump for joy and burst forth with ecstatic, passionate praise. All of that is attracting the Lord. When you trust him, you'll praise him. And that attracts him. He's always with you. But you know the difference between him being with you in the sense that he's everywhere and him being with you in the sense that he manifests his presence big time. David said, I will sing songs of what you mean to me. When you can sing in the middle of your warfare, you have ascended to a place in God where the enemy, he can be ready, he can aim and he can fire, but it'll bounce off the Lord who is your shield. It will not hit you. So Father, today, would you help us to trust you more? Father, today, would you help us, Lord, help us to see if there is any doubt in our hearts, if we have bought into the lie of the enemy that wants to subconsciously make us think that his power is greater than your power. That's a lie. We break that lie off of our minds right now in Jesus' name. We break that lie off of our minds right now in Jesus' name. Greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. Our father is bigger and stronger and better than the father of lies. The father of light is more powerful than the father of lies. We will not be afraid. We will not be moved. We will not be shaken by what the enemy does in our midst because the Lord is our shield. Help us to trust you fully, God. Show us if there's any cracks in our faith foundation. Show us why, if we have a hard time believing you, why do we have a hard time believing you? What disappointment in our life caused us to question your authority, to question your love? What attack of the past left us afraid of the enemy to where we can't trust the one who created all things? Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to fully trust you so we can activate that supernatural shield. Help us, Lord, to be a people whose heart leaps for joy in the midst of the battle because we know that we have won because you've never lost a battle. And when we follow your leadership onto the battlefield and when we follow your battle plan, and when we understand our authority, and when we understand who we are in Christ, and when we understand our enemy, when we know our God, we will do mighty exploits. So help us, Lord, today to trust you fully so we can activate that supernatural shield, so that we can activate your blessing on our lives so we can activate angel armies that you'll send to back us up when our back seems like it's against the wall. You are a gracious God. You are a good, good father. We are enforcing your victory. <laughs> we are enforcing your victory. We thank you. We praise you in the midst of the trial, in the midst of the battle, in the midst of the warfare. And on the mountaintop, in the wilderness, in the desert, or at the victory line, we will yet praise you. Our heart will fully trust in you, and we will be glad. You are a good, good father. And I just break off the fear of fighting in Jesus' name. I break off that fear of war that has plagued you in Jesus' name. You've lost more battles than you want to know because of the fear of engaging the enemy. But you're about to come You're about to come into such a, a spectacular season of victory when you get this revelation, when you root the doubt and the fear out of your heart, you're going to begin to see who you are 
You are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You are warring from a position of victory. When you get that, you will no longer be afraid of the enemy. You will march. You will march right back into the enemy's camp and take what he stole from you with a smile on your face. The wind at your back. You're going to gather so many spoils from the enemy's camp that you're going to have to just bless everybody around you because you won't have enough room for it in your household. I decree that over your life in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Come on, isn't God good? Come on, isn't God good? Do you know who you are? You're the child of a king. Do you know the authority that you carry? The name of all names. The name above all names. The name at which every knee must bow in heaven, on earth. And below the earth, you have the right to use that name. Come on. And you have the responsibility to use that name, Jesus. What a wonderful name it is. What a glorious name it is. We give you praise and honor and glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Listen, guys, so go over there to schoolthespirit.tv and get ignited. If you are a prayer warrior, I want you to join our intercessory prayer family, awakeningprayerhubs.com. We are pressing in for revival, transforming revival in cities around the world. I believe there's going to be a great, great awakening. Go over there to awakeningprayerhubs.com. You're going to begin to see uh, different ones. Throw out their email addresses. If you are in their city, you could join their hub or start your own hub. You are the prayer hero in your city. I'm not the hero in this story. You're the hero. If you want to sow today, you can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. You can use the cash app. So cash app is dollar sign Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the text to give 754 701 Six one. Text the word pray. Seven five four seven zero one two one six one. Text the word pray. You can use the PayPal. PayPal.me slash Jennifer Leclaire. PayPal.me slash Jennifer Leclaire. Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer Leclaire. PO Box three zero five six three, Fort Lauderdale, Florida three 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 zero. Three. Amen. So into this, if you feel led, we do try to boost these posts to reach emerging nations. You know, we, we invest a lot in emerging nations and they don't have anything to sow many times. But we want to get these prayers out to them because a lot of times people in emerging nations are dealing with much more severe issues than we are, both in daily life, in government, in the spirit realm. You know, there's a lot of Christians in emerging nations where they're, the Christians are the minority. They need these prayers. So we sow quite a, uh, quite a bit uh, every month on just trying to bring these prayers to emerging nations. You know, Jesus, the Bible talks about if you give to somebody that can give back to you, well, you know, that's, that's fine. But when you give to people who don't have anything to give back, that's when you're really being a blessing. And so that's why we sow so much into emerging nations. God bless you. I'll see you later. Have a great day. You have gifts. 
God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seers ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.